it's time to cover all things Catholic in the heart of South and Central Texas. Live from the studios of the Guadalupe Radio Network, get ready to rise and walk with Richard and Julie Reyna. And welcome, good afternoon, all of you tuning in right now to the Guadalupe Radio Network. Thank you for joining us today here on Rise and Walk. You know, uh, Julie... It's going to be a, a great show today. I'm actually pretty thrilled, but time's going to be a little bit different than we normally have. Yeah, we are usually about the business of kind of updating everybody on the things that happened last week, on the things that are going to be happening this week. And we're really privileged to have today in studio with us the head of school from a, the Atonement Academy. And so we're really thrilled to have him. And since he's on a on a tight schedule, as he should be, because he's busy about the business of doing God's work, we're going to get him on first, and then we're going to go about the business of doing all the other stuff we usually cool. do. So I'll tell you what, so. let's get the prayer uh, started off with, started <laughs> off with prayer. And we're and, keeping our beautiful prayer. Yes, we are. We yes, we are. prayed for the last two weeks because it is the year of St. Joseph. So if you all will please join me in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. And we Amen. pray especially for the repose of the soul of Pat Viadial and all those that are suffering and dealing with COVID-19. Uh, to you, O blessed Joseph, do we come in our afflictions, and having implored the help of your most holy spouse, we confidently invoke your patronage also. Through that charity which bound you to the Immaculate Virgin Mother of God, and through the paternal love with which you embrace the child Jesus, we humbly beg you graciously to regard the inheritance with which Jesus Christ is purchased by his blood, and with your prayer and strength to aid us in our necessities. O most watchful guardian of the Holy Family, defend the chosen children of Jesus Christ. O most loving Father, ward off from us every contagion of error and corrupting influence. O our most Mighty protector, be kind to us, and from heaven assist us in our struggle with the power of darkness. As once you rescued the child Jesus from the deadly peril, so now protect God's holy church from the snares of the enemy and from all adversity. Shield, too, each one of us by your constant protection, so that supported by your example and your aid, we may be able to live piously, to die in holiness, and to obtain eternal happiness in heaven Amen. Amen. Saint Philomena, pray, pray for, for us. us. Our Lady of Guadalupe, pray, pray for, for us. Saint Joseph, terror of demons, pray, pray, pray for, for us. us. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. And just to, every single time you pray that prayer, I, I, just, I hear something different. I know. Isn't it I hear something beautiful, beautiful and, and memorable in that one little instance. So yeah. I'm very grateful that we're continuing cool. to pray that prayer. Well, I've had a few people ask me for it again, and just <laughs> to want to remind you that it is the official prayer of the year, Saint Joseph. Uh, to you, O Blessed Joseph. And then the Latin uh, of it is Ad Te Beate Joseph. Did I do that right? Okay, cool. Yes. And it was composed by Pope Leo the Thirteenth in 1889 in his encyclical Quam Quam Plurius Plurius. I can't ever say it right, but Plurius Plurius. <laughs> you got it right last time. Yes. I the Holy Father asked that it be added at the end of the rosary, especially during the month of October, the month of the Holy Rosary. Is it Purisi? I can't remember. I don't say uh, it. It looks like Pluris, but it's, I'm sure, Plurius. Dr. Ish. Watson would know. I'm sure he would. So <laughs> just like that, you know, we're going to jump right into getting Dr. Watson on with us. Dr. Watson, thank you for taking time to be with us yeah, here today. Are you a doctor? I see on oh, your, sorry, I see on your bio Watson. that you're, you're pursuing. <laughs> sorry. sorry. Your yes. educational doctorate, right? Is I'm that what it is? There yet, You're not there yet. I'm not and I thought there about yet. that when I said, oh, I said, ooh, you're really close to getting <laughs> your DR. Here. Right now, you're MR. You're just Mr., yes. right? Yes. Just <laughs> sorry about that, the promotion. Which is pretty yeah, awesome okay. anyway. But <laughs> okay. Welcome to Rising Walk. Thank we're so you. happy to have you, and we're grateful that you were able to to swoop in and you're going to swoop yeah. out and get, get on with your day. Got a lot of things going on today. 
And we wanted to talk to you specifically about what's going on at Atomic because there's so many things yes. that are going on. So what would you, first of all, maybe for those people who aren't even familiar with your school, maybe you give us a little quick rundown on the very specialness of your school and what you focus on and what the basic tenets of your school teaching are. Great. Uh, That's well, a really small topic, right? It's tiny. You could probably say it in one sentence. I've practiced. We're going we're gonna to get it. Uh, well, thanks again for having me. Uh, this is the second time now. And yes. uh, the first time I was here was August 12th. Mm-hmm. Uh, How do you know that? Well, because <laughs> uh, actually, no, August 12th was going to be our first day of school. And that was kind oh, of a bold right. move. That's right. I, I, it was actually a couple days before, but mm-hmm. uh, that was kind of a bold move among mm-hmm. schools in this right. area. And so we, we talked we through talked that. We talked about that. That's right. Uh, so... The Atonement Catholic Academy is an apostolate of Our Lady of the Atonement Catholic Church on mm-hmm. the northwest side. Uh, kind of think Babcock in 1604 is the hill country is just beginning. And uh, what's unique about this school is that it flows out of the life of an ordinary parish, which mm-hmm. put simply is a parish that partakes partakes of a special provision established by Pope Benedict uh, to allow the carrying on of all that was best in the English practice of Christianity Mm -hmm. over the centuries. Mm -hmm. And it's the work of the ordinary and its churches and its bishop Mm -hmm. to contribute uniquely with this gift, uh, what the bishop likes to call a patrimony, Okay. To contribute oh, with this patrimony mm-hmm. uh, to the work of evangelization. In fact, that's how he likes to describe Beautiful. the ordinariate's charism mm-hmm. in one word. Mm-hmm. So the school then becomes the educational apostolate of a parish in a non geographic diocese with the special charism of evangelization. Very cool. Uh, and yeah. how, how does that play out? Mm-hmm. Uh, the the inheritance or the patrimony will play out in, well, the English saints, uh, from John Henry Newman to St. Thomas More, from, from the beginning of the separation of English Christianity mm-hmm. uh, to more modern times. Uh, it plays out in the music that we inherit from that yes. tradition and that we practice with great uh, fervor. Absolutely beautiful. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Sorry, uh, I had to throw that in there. Ele- yes. The, elevates the kids. Everything. Come to our school and they have choir every day mm-hmm. to immerse themselves not only in, in the ability to sing well, which is a unifying element of the mm-hmm. curriculum, but to partake of this tradition yes. and to be shaped themselves by it, even as through their performance mm-hmm. uh, in daily masses or on the weekends or in concerts, they shape us. Right. Uh, so, so just in a nutshell, I, I Probably a little longer than a nutshell. No, but that's awesome. But that is the school, a pre-K through 12 school, is unfolding its work in the midst of this vibrant and beautiful parish. Mm-hmm. And that's what we do. And that's I was awesome. going to say, um, you're not kidding. when you, I'm thinking of beauty the whole time you're talking about it. Because for me, that's what really rings true when you talk about the school and the parish. Because the campus is beautiful and not only are you teaching true, good, and beautiful, but it actually is beautiful. Tell us a little bit about the campus, because I know you've done improvements over the years, and it's really a beautiful facility for children to come and learn. It elevates you on a variety of levels to include everything that you teach, but also visually. I mean, the campus is 
beautiful. Can you tell us a little bit about the campus? Sure. Uh, and, and that is so key because beauty teaches without Absolutely. words. I, I think particularly mm-hmm. uh, young and developing hearts mm-hmm. are sensitive to Absolutely. this. Uh, so people coming to our campus for the first time might think they've been transported mm-hmm. uh, to a hamlet in the English countryside. Right. Uh, big red doors to the church, uh, big stone facade right. uh, school building that's uh, progressively being built out. Uh, like I said, in the foothills of the hill country on the northwest side, our athletic fields uh, kind of are on a shelf that's been carved out of those mm-hmm. hills. And, mm-hmm. and so you're kind of elevated and you can look across uh, at the countryside and the neighborhoods around there. Uh, and we get used to it, but the reality <laughs> is that's the point. Right. Uh, you, Surround yourself we're being beauty. taught right. to, to love what is beautiful, which is a big part of particularly a Catholic classical right. education uh, that we explicitly pursue. That's you're awesome. you're taking yeah, my brain on a whole other because there's a whole conversation you could have about how the culture yeah. is dulling the sensitivities of people's minds, bodies, yeah. and souls to beauty, mm-hmm. and and thereby just completely corrupting our capacity to see beauty. And if you're surrounding yourself with beauty all the time, what a glorious thing it is! And it draws people. I, in. Uh, <laughs> I agree. And can I? Can I come back and talk with you guys about that <laughs> the sometimes? Whole concept, yes, absolutely. Always have an open invitation, please. Let so us know. critical it's so to critical. family life. You're touching on it. I'm thinking to myself, we could have a whole conversation on that one aspect of of beauty, and uh, the Atonement Academy does it so beautifully. Uh, I can think about the fact that we were just there for a beautiful um, wedding mass. And once again, I'm passing by your glorious library, and I am an avid reader, and I love classic, and we're just standing in the windows, and we're just staring at all the the bookcases and the glory. It's just an absolutely lovely place for children to grow in knowledge and love of Jesus Christ in a beautiful traditional atmosphere. It's just a fantastic school. I would highly recommend, if you have never heard of this school, I wonder where you've been. <laughs> okay. But if you haven't, if you have heard of it and you're interested at all, what can they do? I mean, I know sure. we're kind of in the middle of the year. We're starting the second phase of our school year, and we'll want to know about how that's going. But if people are listening to you right now and saying, wow, this sounds magical, where do I go? How would they go about um, finding out more about the school? Well, I would suggest you start by going to the website. Mm-hmm. Uh, on that homepage, you're going to see a, a beautiful video montage okay. uh, of scenes from around campus, mm-hmm. uh, including in the library, mm-hmm. including in the church, including beautiful. in uh, the courtyard between the church and mm-hmm. the school. And that'll that'll give you a taste and, and maybe prompt you to come uh, have uh hear mass with us mm-hmm. at some point or uh, come inquire about the school. Absolutely. Awesome. It will definitely transport you. <laughs> yes. You know, I did hear uh, recently, maybe you can, you can uh, expand on it, that it was, it received a, a designation or, or, or recognition of being uh, uh, the best school or something. You know, tell me what that's all about. You know, cause the I don't want to say ever. Is that ever? what it is? Well, <laughs> I, I think we I think we have elements that can make that argument, but there's a lot of good work going on in Catholic education in this city and beyond. Uh, but really, we were we were honored. Uh, parents who've perhaps relocated recently have heard of or utilized Niche.com. Uh, it's okay. a national 
reach website uh, that covers all major metropolitan areas and mm-hmm. ranks the schools, uh, both in general okay. and by category. And this year for 2021, we got this news in the fall, actually. For the second year in a row, mm-hmm. the Atonement Catholic Academy was ranked as the number one Catholic wow. high school in not just the city, but the surrounding area of really? San Antonio that's as wonderful. well. Wow. So that's a huge honor, and, and it's unique in this way. We are, uh, as we said, come on campus, and you're going to know you're somewhere special. Yes. Uh, but really what we major in is uh, historic uh, Anglican-rooted uh, choral music, uh, top-notch academics, uh Things like this, classical mm-hmm. education, everyone takes Latin uh, all through beginning in the lower mm-hmm. elementary. So th- this is not necessar- necessarily headline-grabbing, uh, you know, uh, big-time Friday night lights kind of school, which mm-hmm. is great. It's Texas, and I, I like that kind <laughs> of thing, too. Uh, if you want to find a school where your child is going to be formed to have a countercultural take uh, is they come into an adulthood that is mm-hmm. rooted in beauty, is rooted in the past, is rooted in church teaching, not just in a fill-in-the-blank kind of way, but in a daily experience mm. of it. Uh, that's the kind of school we are. And, and so niche.com is a secular ranking organization. Mm-hmm. And so it's really, uh, it's, it's really exciting that just by looking at our test scores, Looking at college acceptance. I was just going to ask you, so yeah. what categories do they review well, to, to make that designation? Test scores, college acceptances, graduation rate, wow. uh, things like this that, mm-hmm. that schools are often in broad brushes sure. ranked by. We do very well in those things as an intimate school, ultimately a fairly small wow. high school, but very rigorous and uh, nurturing. You know, what I love also about the Atonement Academy is daily mass. Yep. <laughs> wow. I absolutely love that. You know, I'm, I, I don't hear that uh, as a common uh, trait amongst our, our Catholic schools across the United States. Yep. So whenever I hear of it, like, I, I love to highlight that part, especially, you know, Holy Mass at, at uh, Our Lady of the Atonement at Catholic Church. Um, oh man, there's a question I was about to mention. Right? As soon as you were saying something <laughs> if about I could, school. If yes. I could speak to that real quick. Please do. Uh, you know, that's really the... There's really two centers to the Mm -hmm. school. There's the library Mm -hmm. and there's the church. And both have their doors open daily to Mm -hmm. our students. And both, uh, you know. Oh, that's just a lovely parallel. I'm just putting those two in perspective. One symbolically, one spiritually, they shape our students. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, I have six kids. The three oldest are Mm -hmm. at the academy with me every day. Uh, we're converts as a family. Yes, My wife I and I, I oh, you that's awesome. That. Yeah. Didn't know that. My wife and I are that. still catching yeah. up with the rest yeah. of you. Well, don't okay? worry. We're practicing Catholics. That means so, we're practicing. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. So we are so thankful for okay. our kids to be formed by these very intelligent, oh, yeah. very learned, deeply faithful teachers. Mm-hmm. And and I have my seventh grader, and the, this even wow. with our efforts at home, this was not coming. Uh, before he was at this school, telling me <laughs> frequently that his favorite part of the day was mass. Really? This is a middle schooler. Beautiful. And it's happening here. And he has to do it every day. Right. And yet he cites it at, as his favorite part. Wow. And I just cannot 
again, like I said, Mm -hmm. there's good work being done in Catholic education. I could not have seen that coming (laughs) and could not see it coming at any other school. How beautiful. That's really lovely. I mean, I think there's probably a lot of parents who are listening and thinking, I can barely drag my child to Holy Mass on Sundays. And the idea of my child being exposed to the beauty and the wonder and the sanctity of Holy Mass daily is uh, in itself magnificent. But then to hear that child um, reflect on the experience daily and saying, this is something I'm actually really enjoying just the whole idea of being present. It's magnificent. And I think there's a lot of people who are striving for that, longing for that, yearning for that. And I feel like if people, more people know about your school, the more people will be drawn to it because it's very attractive. It's almost like a magnetic source. And mm-hmm. this, on it the is. Side I mean, it's town. like a, a, maybe I shouldn't say a moth and a flame kind of thing, but it's, 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 yeah. it is attractive. It draws you in. It's you know, very the, attractive. The times we've been there for Holy Mass, you know, remember Christmas it's Eve. Glorious. It's I mean, just, my, I was I was crying, and I understood. We're always crying inside <laughs> the churches. We're always crying. <laughs> Sorry. It is uh, just fantastic. And I understand that that wasn't even with the full choir. I'm like, that's not even the full choir. I, I mean, I was just blown away. So yeah, you're very blessed uh, to be part of that that community, that area. Um, I believe right now, if I'm not mistaken, I think I saw on the Facebook page that if somebody wanted to come by, they call the school and and, and schedule a tour or a, a, what do you call it, um, where they shadow the, the students? I mean, yeah, we shadow have shadow days, days uh-huh. uh, or, or you can have your own private shadow day. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can find the contact information of our admissions director, mm-hmm. uh, Mrs. L- Yolanda Joyner. Oh. Uh, she will take you by the hand awesome. and just lead you through the process Without pressuring you. So she'd be glad to hear from you. And so, I believe this past Thursday also you had your, is it you that does the state of the school? Is that yes, correct? Yes. I, I was just. Uh, yeah. Mentioning how. <laughs> yes. How, how should we say all encompassing or, you know, maybe a little mind numbing. I don't know. You know what was the what was the whole idea? You just review in general. Yes. The state, it's, it's like your state of the union. Yes, it <laughs> is. Uh, <laughs> Which is very cool. I've been at the school now for almost 19 months, and this is something I started last year. Oh, Uh, so you began the tradition mm -hmm. of doing this. That's great. Yeah, in January. That's very cool. Kind of modeling after the State of the Union, Mm -hmm. uh, just as a focal point for uh, parents to be invested in the school. Absolutely. Initially, I I really wanted it to be uh, a a social time as well, where parents can make uh-huh. connections right. in the aftermath. That was a little, a little less uh, of our situation this year, right. where most of our audience was remote. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, it's important for you know, school can't really be great if it's simply a product right. that is purchased uh, by busy parents. Right. Uh, it only becomes great when it becomes a part of a family's way of life, mm-hmm. and so we. Uh, depend on parents as much as they depend on us to help them educate their kids. You used a key word, investing. And you're you're asking the parent to be really invested in the child's education and their formation spiritually in every aspect. So it's literally not kids, I mean, parents driving by and shoving their kids out the window before they even slow down. It's really (laughs) a parent who Mm -hmm. who has decided this is very important to my child, to our family, to me as a parent, and I'm going to do whatever it takes to make sure that this experience lifts them. I mean, the goal, obviously, for every student, I'm sure, is to help them to grow 
and holiness. Mm-hmm. Um, everything along the way, the beauty, the education, all the experiences that they they gather from their experience at Atonement is really about forming them well so they can go off into the world and shape it yeah. and hopefully change it to make it holy too, right? Mm-hmm. So that's a beautiful way of kind of starting at the grassroots level and maybe giving everyone who's part of it and really make them invested and probably giving them inspiration. Isn't there a certain part of your job is to inspire them (laughs) to, to continue to strive for educational excellence? It it is. I I mean, I I'll say I I hit inspiration maybe four out of five times. Uh, I I don't know that this was my most. Would your kids say that? Your well, kids were probably at the state. They live in my home. Um, <laughs> Good dad. We get there. Yeah, we but, get there. Uh, you know, I don't know that this was the most inspiring just in terms of uh, pathos uh, because there's so much good going on. Right. I, I realized I, oh, I crammed too much right. in and I found myself rushing because uh, the school is just uh, poised to grow. It, it's poised wow. to, you know, I'm a student of great Catholic schools in mm-hmm. this country, you know, uh, it, uh, we're moving in the direction that for instance, uh, some listeners will know Holy Spirit prep in Atlanta, mm, uh, was moving, know really. you know, 15 years ago. Mm. Uh, and, and we're similarly situated as them. Uh, and I could mention others, but it's just, uh, it's an exciting time to mm. be really, it, even though it's a 26-year-old school, to be on the ground floor of its maturing as an institution wow. without losing its soul. This right. happens when so many uh, organizations turn the corner from kind of the founding era to the next chapter of their wow. yeah, so institutional life. Yeah. You know, one of the things that it really gets me going as well, uh, you know, when it comes to Catholic colleges and universities, you hear the Cardinal <laughs> Newman Society mm-hmm. every year, I believe they come out with their top 50 or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I understand somewhere in there they've got a ranking for, for high schools. And I believe Atonement's been mentioned in there as well. Do you know more about that? Yeah, for several years now. I, I think they've gone to... Uh, kind of five-year terms, and we're currently in a five-year okay. term, and that's that's only 50 Catholic wow. high schools in across the, the country. Yeah, wow. wow. And, uh, you know, they're as excited as I am about the, the niche.com number one ranking. Their, uh, their rubric is more complex mm-hmm. and is more specifically geared toward identifying those schools that are mission driven okay. toward uh education in the spirit of the new evangelization uh-huh. which uh, of which St. John Henry Newman is an exemplar uh, kind of predating that terminology mm-hmm. uh but they they do a great job of that and and we're very humbled and thankful that they continue to honor us as one of those schools beautiful wow, wow. It was awesome, isn't it? yeah i, I it, every time you visit us and i'm i'm happy to see that this is your second, hopefully, of many visits with us. I think it's important to recognize now, when you talk about, okay, you're a, um, a student of, of <laughs> learning. So I'm thinking in my head, okay, so this is outside the realm of many people's, I mean, let's face it, most parents are about the business of saying, okay, yes, many, most parents are very concerned about where their kids go to high school, and, and, and in this case, K through 12. Yeah. But for a lot of people, it's proximity, and that's it. And maybe, possibly, 
formation with regard to you know being in a catholic school mm-hmm. maybe it's on some people's radar maybe it's not and i think it's very interesting to listen to you speak because not only you're talking about within the realm of that category but just for those people who are listening who who it's not even on their radar to be thinking in that you know kind of way to be thinking about the education as combined with the spiritual formation. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I think a lot of Catholics take for granted that, you know, our children are going to learn their faith in the 40, 49 minutes, the 52 minutes that we have at Holy Mass, um, and and possibly maybe, you know, family prayer, if some people are doing that. Um, and it's so important to see what you're seeing and through your eyes to see it, because this is a whole different a whole different perspective. Um, how are y'all? How are y'all surviving and doing during this whole crazy time of you know distancing? And I mean, without getting too specific, are you? Are you? It sounds like you're flourishing during the time when most people are. Uh, some schools might be struggling. Yeah. So I I can I can give two answers to that a short term and a long term. Short term our enrollment is nearly equivalent to what it was last year. Wow. Awesome. So just to give you a sense of that we're at about 280 and that's pre-K3 okay. through 12. Okay. Um which I think is a great size. I think we probably need to get a little bigger. So let's work on that. Yeah. Not, I mean, not you. I'm sorry. Let's uh, let's well, do our best to promote well, it here. Well, you know? I think it's just the nature of the you know, problem that's going on right now with the health crisis and everything else, don't you think? I think because I think y'all are. I think somewhat. I I, I think we are not. Uh, you know, it's. I, I don't want to do use this word. I know it'll come back to haunt me, but <laughs> oh, no. I I do think in some people's mind the ordinary. It's a little quirky. It's like okay. they're not sure they're Catholic. It's, yeah. You know, there's it's just curiosity about it because it's different. Uh, but right. I, I I think people are beginning to become aware of the mm-hmm. fact that. Uh, just like you, you might have other special dispensations mm-hmm. of uh, Catholic churches uh, that are fully Catholic and and whose bishops uh, are under the authority of the Holy Father. Mm-hmm. You know, we're actually for this country. I'd say the most exciting one of those because yeah. uh, it's the English-speaking patrimony right. that that we are deriving nourishment from. Mm-hmm. Um, I think short term, again, uh, enrollment's held steady. Long term, we are looking to grow, mm-hmm. uh, not not exorbitantly because there is a scale to community. There's, sure. I, I describe it as when we get to a point where I don't know every child's name, mm-hmm. recognize both their parents, things like that. Sure. It, it, you're, you're getting past. It's time for a new right. school. Right. found another school. Right. Uh, don't make this one uh, overcrowded and mm-hmm. and. Uh, not human scale. There you go. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we're not there yet. Uh, we're not there yet. So I, I think people just need to know about us and come check us out. Beautiful. Wow, so awesome. it sounds like your y'all, your administration and your staff have really, you know, stepped up to the plate with regard oh. to getting things. To, I mean, this is a different world. We're kind of living oh in goodness. an unusual time, <clears throat> and and teachers themselves are so hardworking, and I'm sure your administration, everybody's really working hard to really give the children and the families and the parents everything that they need. So it sounds like y'all have really, you know, figured it out. Do you feel like you're still working on certain aspects or you feel like you've got the machine running? 
Because I mean, like you're doing things yeah. remotely sometimes, right? And you're doing things. Are you? Do you have kids coming virtually to school still, and you giving them the option? You know, I'm glad you asked because that does weave back in our conversation from last time. Mm-hmm. Uh, from the beginning, parents had the option. Okay. So uh, our mantra was no family left behind. Okay. And if you weren't taking the virus seriously and you were, you were thinking, come on, I got to go to work. Yeah. Well, we don't want to leave you behind. Okay. We're going to have on campus from day one. If you are concerned or there's elderly uh, relatives in your home, mm-hmm. uh, and that's, that's part of this uh, scare that has borne out, mm-hmm. uh, we're not going to say, oh, you, you won't come to campus. You know, yeah. good luck. Right. Uh, no, we're going to make a way. Now that put more work on our teachers, and they sure. they rose to the occasion. Wow, beautiful, uh, wonderfully. So we've we've held steady. I think teachers are probably a little more tired at this mm-hmm. time of the year sure. uh, than they would usually be. Some classes have no students still left at home. Really, They've that's wonderful. Back, oh wow, wow. That's and lower great. and upper school. Some might have one. Some might have four. Sure. But we are going the distance with those families, given their needs, at least for this year, and mm-hmm. then we'll we'll reassess. Amen. So our time is short. I know it's about one more minute left. I, I do want to oh, yeah. thank you for coming out here a short notice and making it all happen. We do need to make it more regularly. Uh, love visits to. is out here because yes, I'm thinking so about several going. topics. There's another topic. I know, out right? there. I'm thinking <laughs> about. I was telling Richard that I really want to talk about language. I don't know if you think. Uh, Mr. Watson, that you would want to talk about that, but I am really intrigued by the idea that the culture is manipulating language and Mm. that something that meant something, the definition has changed and how that sort of like affects everything. I'm very interested. I'm an English major, so that's very interesting to me to to hear people speak about um, the English language in particular, but the way language language is being manipulated, mm-hmm. and and how that's affecting our ability to communicate, um, worship, you know, do all every category of our lives, and then of course the idea of beauty and the whole idea of of saturating our children, our families, our personal Making lives, that and the norm. that that's what's beautiful, and Ugh. and and I feel that's that's very important because we could we could talk about the fact that your kids at your school are surrounded by beauty, and that elevates them. They get used to that, and then when they see something that's not beautiful, they can recognize that. Yeah, just right? one one quick comment on that. <clears throat> just like when we walk into the parish itself, mm-hmm. you know, I still go. It ele- it literally yeah, I, elevates you. Right, and I love that. So, yeah, we, we can take care of that. So you're coming uh, back. Yes, yes, definitely. <laughs> Name the day. Absolutely. We sure, thank We're you. so grateful that you came. God thank bless you so you. much. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And thank you thank for your work. Thank you. Any, any last quick comment you want to make before we send you on your way? Well, I would just encourage uh, particularly those uh, with maybe eighth graders or new in town uh, and have a child <clears throat> transferring oh, yes. into uh, high school or what we call upper school grade. Do mm-hmm. reach out to us. Consider uh, we we Absolutely. unlike some of the lower grades, we do have room in our upper grades. Okay, and uh, you know we're a small enough community that your child will be quickly integrated, and, and we'll be glad to get to know them. Awesome, excellent. Well, well thank you so much you. for your time. God Absolutely. bless you. Know that you're in our prayers, thank and you. we look forward to the next time you're here. Matthew thank Watson, you, head you. of school at the Atonement Academy. God bless you. God bless thank you. you. Thank you. We'll be right thank back, you. folks, with more Rise and Walk on Guadalupe Radio Network. Stay tuned for more Rise and Walk here on the Guadalupe Radio Network.
What does Mercedes-Benz say to you? Does it say luxury? Does it say comfort? Does it convey a sense of elegance and prestige? Does it make you want to learn about your Catholic faith by listening to Catholic Radio? Enter to win a 2021 Mercedes-Benz GLA 250 in the Guadalupe Radio Network's annual car raffle. Your ticket purchase supports radio that cares about souls. Visit grnonline.com or call 210-579-9844. You're listening to Rise and Walk with my dad and mom, Richard and Julie Reyna. Don't touch that dial. We'll be right back. This is Richard Reyna, your general manager for Guadalupe Radio Network. Do you believe in the life-changing work of Catholic Radio? I'm currently looking for a full-time employee for the San Antonio area as an assistant to the GM. If you or someone you know would like to be a part of the Guadalupe Radio family to help us carry out this mission, please send your resume and a cover letter as to why you want to work for the GRN to Richard at GRNonline.com. God bless you. You are in our daily prayers. David L. Gray is joining the GRN's program lineup. This is Len Oswald, president of your Guadalupe Radio Network, with another GRN Family Minute. For 10 years, David L. Gray has built an audience on his YouTube channel, discussing the pressing issues and concerns of our day, all from a Catholic perspective, with unique style, humor, and personality. You can catch David's show, Voicing Truth and Reason, live across the GRN each Wednesday at 4 p.m. Central Time. You can also watch him on our live video video stream. Just search Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter for at GRN online. He leans heavily into Dominican spirituality and the importance of the constant pursuit of a deeper and fuller understanding of the truth. David L. Gray's conversion to the Catholic faith helps to facilitate some of the most interesting conversations on Catholic radio today. We are excited to welcome David to the GRN team. Voicing truth and reason is just one more reason why the Guadalupe Radio Network is truly radio for your soul. Now, back to Rise and Walk with Richard and Julie. We are back. You back know what we forgot to do? We forgot to have him dance to our music. <laughs> oh, that would have been funny. We should start doing that. Before you go, we got to do a little jig. Yeah, we go. have this little thing where, I mean, the music's really upbeat, and then we're coming in, and I'm thinking to myself, man, we can really make a really great montage of all our guests in studio yes. dancing. And so yes. we've got to have uh, Mr. Matthew Watson I back. I keep wanting doctor. to call him doctor. <laughs> I'm getting ahead of his academic game. And um, we'll have him back, and then he'll dance. Then, Amen. So. <laughs> hey, so, folks, if you're watching this on Facebook Live right now, you can see this little <laughs> ticket right here. I need for you to purchase your raffle ticket or tickets. Again, it is raffle ticket season right now, January and February. We do the drawing on Friday, March 5th, for a 2021 Mercedes-Benz GLA Woo-hoo! 250. It could be yours. Yeah, it's can you imagine driving around in a Mercedes-Benz? No, I, I cannot. I don't even know if I've ever I, been I, in I, a Mercedes-Benz. I think, I think I've, I've been, been in one. So, oh well. Well, whoever wins, and especially if they win in our market, you're going to have to go on a ride. Sure, with that's them right. Cool. And film them doing a little fancy, gym. swanky right car. Um, but you can buy the tickets online. You can buy them at the live remotes that we've been having here in the San Antonio area. And maybe uh, I'm not sure if we can make it happen in other markets, but still we can we can come out to your area. Sure. Uh, this coming, hopefully, I need to iron out the details. We'll be out at Mitch, uh, Mount Sacred Heart. Uh, okay. Catholic school, uh, they're right north of Oblate, and also probably most likely Friday um, at Little Flower, the the National Shrine of the Basilica of the Little Flowers. Say that five gift times. shop. That's why I had to do that <laughs> way. I see me looking up. Um, a beautiful little little gift shop, yes. and uh, in a, in a, I was there on Friday, just kind of reconnecting. And uh, yeah, I feel a real big tug. And in fact, I when I walked in there, hopefully she's not listening right now. Um, I walked in there with bumper stickers and the whole deal. And I, you know me right away after promoting <laughs> Catholic Radio. 
And uh, the lady, she heard my voice. She knew, she goes, are you? And I said, yes, ma'am. Uh, we'll call you Parade. She says, Aww. you know, you might remember me, but I just called you last week and left you a voicemail. And she goes, my name is Pocahontas. I said, Pocahontas, before she even finished her name. Her name is Pocahontas? Uh, yes, and because she's married to Fabulous. Uh, a Richard, uh, who passed away you know, in October. Aww. But God rest his soul. Um, yes, I always remember her. Whenever I see her, oh her, her, her on my list, I'm like, ah, I say a little extra prayer because how can you forget a wonderful name like Absolutely. Pocahontas? I like she's that name. Avid that's listener awesome. and uh, and supporter well, of Catholic Radio you. and promotes it. And that's I love that she does all the, the three P's: the the prayer, the pledge, the promote of Guadalupe Radio. So, wow, Amen. An so, excellent listener of the Guadalupe Radio Network. Yeah. I love it. Yeah, she's an evangelizer. <laughs> she goes out and she, she spreads the gospel. Uh, just like you are right now, if you're That's watching right. it on Facebook and you're sharing it, so don't forget oh, to share. share it, please. Just like Christina and Diane and Angela and Barney and Henry all tuning in right yeah. now. And uh, I think we would have had more atonement uh, teachers uh, tuning yeah. in during their lunch break. They should break. be so proud yeah. of themselves. Oh, my yeah. goodness. They do good and holy and you, hard work. You knew work. we could take that all hour. Oh, my folks. goodness. The tremendousness of their, of their <laughs> just work is so fantastic. And I'm just really grateful that um, he took the time to come in. Yeah. So God bless. I think it's awesome. Um, So I had to mention my little PSA for the raffle, of course, folks. Please, please, please keep this in your your prayers uh, and buy some raffle tickets. You know what? If you want to sell some raffle tickets for us, please uh, send me an email. Put a message here on Facebook and I'll, hey, get me some raffle tickets. I will not hold you to those that you do not sell. But I'll send you 10. I'll send you 20. A little bit more information, a little flyer that you can put out there, and mm-hmm. then whatever you sell, just get it back to us, and amen. You we just need, help. We need the laborers in the vineyard, and we sure Richard Rana needs help. So. Yes, I need help. Yeah. <laughs> uh, speaking of that, you know, we got a yeah. little uh, announcement. Out, I'm sorry. Yeah, the announcement went on the air that uh, I'm looking for an assistant to the general manager. Wow. So, folks, if you're interested. That's a big title. It is. Assistant to the GM. <laughs> Ooh, that's me. Yeah. Um, sounds official. my wife's not available. So yeah, I'm, sounds I'm official. looking for somebody I'm else the unofficial there. assistant. There you to go. The, there you go. Is that true? <laughs> I I'm think not. so. No, I don't think. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. Um, so if you know someone who's qualified, please contact Richard Reyna. Yeah. Remember, God, God qualifies the call. So you, if you know somebody who's called, ha ha, how's that for you? Oh, gosh. You're going to get spiritual on us now. Yes, I have to. to <laughs> all about um you know most of you out there know that we've been attending the the extraordinary form of the mass that uh, sometimes people call it the latin mass or the traditional mm-hmm. latin mass or the tlm or all that stuff mm-hmm. um for over a year now uh I know almost i think it's almost two years i think oh, it'll be right. in right. lent that's it'll right. be two years um but uh you know yes and this is i'm trying to explain <laughs> that because the difference in calendars the old calendar i think i'm calling it that right before the changes uh, and the, and the, when they change around, they pulled some saints off the calendar. They did some other changes. Right. I need to learn more about that. Sure. Um, but the old calendar had yesterday's uh, feast day was St. Timothy. Right. And right now the extraordinary form is celebrated at St. Timothy Catholic Church. Right. Uh, here in the Archdiocese of San Antonio. And so Padre, uh, Fa- Father, Father Juan Carlos Tejada uh, celebrated a beautiful Mass yesterday. Ooh, yes. It was just, you know, I, I, maybe that's just how we see Mass, but every single one is, is just has that little extra oomph. To it. But yesterday's yes, just we're getting we're getting much better at it. I think yeah. we're you know we're a small community. We're we're learning. We're having moved from St. Pius, and now we're very blessed to be at St. Timothy's. And we've got a choir, and we've got lovely men serving. We had a little seven. one, Stanley. Oh, yes, yes, was it Stanley? Yes, the so. the kids reminded me that his name was Stanley, and two of his brothers from the Baron family. And and the gentlemen that serve uh, devotedly and and so um, yeah Robert and Michael and Robert and Michael are tremendous. We just our family is very grateful because we know that in this tradition there's a lot of little details and things that go into it, 
And Father Juan Carlos is just lovely. And we just are so grateful for this Mass. And I, I encourage you, now we do have the situation going on right now where we're a little limited, but uh, the general scenario for Holy Mass, for traditional Latin Mass, is that you need to call in ahead of time oh, that's right. and, and get on the list because it, we're limited. It's a fairly small parish, so obviously there's not going to be a lot of space so that we can be spaced and, and everyone can feel safe. Socially distant. And right, all that, so we still are doing that. And so um, if you are interested at all, and maybe you don't get in this week, but maybe you want to go next week or, or as we begin Lent, um, we encourage you to call the parish offices at St. Timothy's Catholic Church on Saltillo, right? Yes, 1515 <laughs> Saltillo. And, and they usually get, you know, full <coughs> by around noon on, on Monday. Monday. So That's how popular this Mass call, is. Call. Absolutely. And you never know. Sometimes other people have to cancel who are on the list. And, and, and the, the sweet women who work at the parish office, Letty and Janie, I think it is, mm-hmm. are, are so precious and very willing to help you. So you sign up and then you um, experience that Mass at 2 p.m. on Sundays. And it was lovely. And what was really beautiful about yesterday is that we got <laughs> yes. to Holy Mass and there we are. <laughs> at St. Timothy's, and it was St. Timothy's Feast Day. Of course, at Foot It Falls on a Sunday, it's, you know, the Lord's Feast is always Sunday. But So we celebrated St. Timothy's, and then we have some sweet friends, uh, Timothy Ramirez, and we're praying uh, yes. very much for their family. So, you know, we get there super early, and so I'm texting her saying, hey, we're at St. Timothy's, on the Feast of St. Timothy, praying Pray for, for Timothy. The, the Trinity of Timothy's. And then Father Juan Carlos was very gracious in his homily to explain St. Timothy's life to us and really just give us an overview of his wonderfulness and his is holiness. Is that when the light bulb came on Yes, you? and you know what's so interesting <laughs> is that, you know, I've often confessed that we do not know our faith and we still are learning. We're, we were telling uh, Mr. Watson that we are very much practicing Catholics. We're learning our faith as we <laughs> we'll go, right? We're practicing. Day. We'll get it. We're practicing at it. And um, so sometimes we arrive at Holy Mass and we're not sure what's going on, what day, liturgically and everything like that. And um, he explained St. Timothy's Woo-hoo. relevance in the church and his, and, and the fact that he is the Timothy. Now, I know this sounds bizarre because once again, I'm, I'm exposing my ignorance, but this is the Timothy who is the Timothy as in the St. Paul's letter to Timothy. No. And so you think about how, how he is at the beginnings of the church. And then there is a beautiful statue of St. Timothy at St. Timothy's. He's just to the left of the, of That's the right. beautiful crucifix, yes. the, cru- the, the crucifix and the, and the, um, uh, the, what is the, where Jesus is? And the tabernacle, tabernacle. <laughs> are, are gorgeous in that church. It's a very small church, but those yes. two things are beautiful. And there's a beautiful statue of St. Timothy oh, yes. to the left of him. Yes. And we have always pondered this, and there is a little explanation in the narthex of St. Timothy's life. a beautiful life. icon of his But there's well. a beautiful statue, and of course he's he's got a bishop's mitre, and he's got a bishop's staff and everything. But then in his hand, he's holding out his hand, and my littlest, Stella, um, and I were always wondering, is that is that bread, or is that a stone, or what? And so Father Juan Carlos was very gracious to explain his life to us and mention that he was stoned. And so I thought, well, there you go. That's, that's his, yes, that's his... That's a symbol of his martyrdom. Wow. And of course, he was wearing red for liturgical colors of martyr. Right. So it's not St. Nicholas. It's okay, not St. Nicholas. <laughs> Did you think it was St. Nicholas? <laughs> when I first oh my watched goodness, it, it was no like, way. oh, look at that. Of what course, it would be St. Timothy. Um, anyway, so you learn something new every day. And so I encourage you that we say this all the time. If you learn about the saint of the day, it is going to change your life because there are saints for every occasion. Amen. Of course, saints for every day. And we have somebody and watching you can from learn Fort Worth. Fantastic. And you can learn something new. And so we celebrated the Feast of St. Timothy yesterday, and it was glorious with music and candles and incense and Amen. just 
Phoebe, oh, it was fantastic. <laughs> Jesus was there. So it was great. <laughs> now, the reason I mentioned the old calendar stuff is because tomorrow in the new calendar mm-hmm. is St. Timothy's Feast Day. Oh, really? Okay, so, so see, if you didn't, you, you didn't that's why recognize I wanted to make sure. it on Sunday... There yes, you go. Tomorrow. All so you Timothys in the world. Uh, also, yesterday, again, again, like you said, Sunday's <clears throat> trumps the feast day. But it's yeah. also St. Francis de Sales, you That's know, the right. wonderful saint who wrote Introduction <gasps> oh to goodness. the Devout Life. I encourage yes. you to, to read it. Uh, all of you that are out there listening right now, please um, uh, take time to read that. And I can uh, tell you that is one of my top five, yep. maybe top seven books that I've, the classics, Catholic classics. And it's not difficult to read. And what's lovely about it is that is that. It's basically his formation uh, to a woman that he was mentoring, that he was spiritually guiding, and he's teaching her all the different things you need to do. And the things that I remember from reading that book, most importantly, were like just getting your spiritual soul in order so that you can learn to be devout. And he explains what being devout means and what it doesn't mean and and it's just fantastic spiritual formation. And it's not difficult. I think a lot of Catholics get overwhelmed and, and maybe slightly um, discouraged by the possibility that if they read classics like Introduction to the Devout Life by St. Francis de Sales, that they will just be intellectually overwhelmed and that they won't nah. understand it. No, it. it is very, very basic, but in a good way. I mean, yes, it's elevating. We're talking about the beauty of Atomic Academy elevating everything. This book is obviously very elevating, but very practical. And it takes you, he takes you through the steps that you should go through in your life in order to seek a a devoted heart, a devoted soul to Jesus Christ. I would highly recommend this book. So if you're interested in all, it's everywhere. It's like the classic St. Louis de Montfort's devotion, true devotion. It's everywhere. You can pick up a copy of it anywhere. You can even listen to it on classic Catholic oh, right. audiobooks. Yes. If you are not the reading type and you're... Go to you're YouTube, very, right? Yes, go to YouTube and listen to classic. I think it's it's either Catholic classic audiobooks or classic Catholic audiobooks. Go to it At and you it can... Because it's a right? standard. It hasn't been yanked or pulled in. Okay. It's a standard and you can literally listen to it and it will not take you a long time and it is a beautiful thing to do. Highly recommend it. St. Francis de Sales, pray for us. Amen. Absolutely. Um, So I want to make sure that we touched on uh, the saints. I think today is even the the conversion of St. Paul. Yeah. Yeah. My goodness. So there's lots of beautiful, wonderful things going on in our church right now. Um, Especially here at Catholic Radio with the the raffle. (laughs) Um, But I want to make sure we touch on all kinds of things. Right. Um, There's one thing I wanted to mention because we were were very prayerful about this Uh. week. Our sweet friend and our 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 Saint Philomena devotee, uh, Pat Varial, who was a dear and precious friend mm-hmm. to us. I feel like I'm going to cry now when I talk yeah, about him. That. He is. Um, he passed away this uh, past week. It was two days ago. Now is it two yes. days? On Friday. On, on, on very, Friday. Very staunchly pro-life. Him yes, and his wife. Sylvia. On the twenty-second, right? He yes, he passed away on the days. on the the date of the Roe v. Wade decision. Anniversary of yes. the Roe v. Wade. And his sweet wife, Sylvia, who we love very much, was um, keeping a lot of their friends um, uh, aware of the situation. He was very ill. I believe he had COVID. Yes. Um, yes. He had health problems before, and um, he struggled and fought very hard. And it was God's will that he be taken. And I just want to say and give love to Sylvia, our sweet, precious friend, and let her know that we are praying for him. Amen. So, folks, again, if, very much. if you if you ever have any prayer intentions, please pray for him. Yes, please pray for him uh, and and their family, of course. You're always welcome to put uh, comments uh, below here on the little if you're watching on your phone on on the the little comments box here. 
we will keep them in our prayers always. Absolutely. We as a Guadalupe Radio Network every day at 3 o'clock weekdays uh, call into a, a conference call line and we pray the Divine Mercy Chapel for all of our intentions of our that we receive throughout the day, throughout the week, throughout the month. Um, our donors and our benefactors uh, for the repose of the souls that have passed away. You know, we've, we're all about the business of prayer. Um, so please uh, uh, do that. Share the, share your prayer intentions with us. So we mean it. Uh, mm-hmm. We, whenever I say it to any guests, you know, please keep us in your prayers. Know that we keep you. And in our ours. family prays personally for each of the benefactors of the GRN, all the listeners, mm-hmm. everyone who is part of our family because we really do. I mean, we're exactly like mother Angelica says, we are a family. We are a family and we, we try to intercede for you. So please um, let us know if there's something that you're in desperate need of prayer for, and we will take it to Jesus for you. Amen. Boy, so many wonderful things that are going on. Uh, yeah. We've got 48 minutes into this hour. We've got 12 minutes. Oh, not wow. even. Like, like 10 minutes left on the show. Um, other topics that we wanted to bring up, you know, I need to check my, my, my notes really quickly here, Julie, but I know when it comes to, uh, places like the Atonement Academy, um, Our Lady of the Atonement Catholic Church, you know, mm-hmm. people may not fully grasp that they're Catholic. You know, mm-hmm. Pope John Paul started this pastoral provision process back 1983, I think is when he started it. Mm-hmm. Um, it is still continuing to grow. Uh, I love when we talk about, uh, bring up topics like that on our show because not everybody knows uh, where that's located, what it's about. And but, it seems, you know, uh, Mr. Watson was saying, you know, if it might seem unusual. He said he might regret mentioning that. <laughs> it, the idea is that um, a lot of people may not know, what does that mean, Anglican use? And I don't understand. And it's how is, why is it a personal ordinary? Is that what it's called, right? Right. So, I mean, it sounds so um, peculiar. And so for a lot of people, they're just, they're a little, you know, we, we're so proud, right? We're so proud as a people that if we don't know something, it's kind of embarrassing to admit that we don't know it. So here I am talking about how, <laughs> oh my gosh, I didn't know St. Timothy was stoned. And I didn't realize that that was St. Timothy as in St. Paul's letter to Timothy's. I, I think it's important to recognize when you don't know something, that's just an opportunity to go out and learn right. what that is. And we are called as Catholics to be learning our faith, practicing our faith every day, trying very hard to strive to grow in love and knowledge of Jesus Christ and his Holy Mother Church. And and to really pursue that, I mean, it's not enough um, to just say, well, I'm Catholic and I'm just going to maintain and I'm going to stay status quo because we're supposed to be struggling towards holiness. We're supposed to be trying to get each other to heaven. And that's everything about what the Guadalupe Radio Network is about because we're all about talking about spreading the gospel and spreading the true teachings of the Catholic Church. And you've got to get out there. And the only way to get out there is to put yourself out there. And if you don't know your faith, you, you all have a, a PSA that says something about if you don't know your faith, that's okay. Just listen to, and just tune in. Mm-hmm. It's so important to tune in and listen. If you don't know, find out. And find out from a good Catholic source. And, of course, you can always trust the Guadalupe Radio Network to provide that source for you because that's what we're all about. We're all about teaching the Catholic faith so you can learn it and live it and then share it with other people. Amen. You know, we've had Father uh, Mark Lewis here as well. Yeah, And uh, we haven't had Father John Jenkins out here. He's the, I know. He's the parochial I, vicar. I have yet to actually meet him personally. <laughs> That's right. We've been to Holy Mass with him. but so uh, Look forward yes. for those times as well. I want to make sure we do that Absolutely. and get them out here. Um, so, so many wonderful, the, the point of all this is to make sure that you all are always aware we haven't learned all of our faith. Right. There's so much to it. Mm-hmm. I understand even till the day we die, we're sitting here trying to consume it all and learn it all we'll and know. share it all. We'll never learn it mm-hmm. all. But as long as we're out there doing our very best to share with others the true good and beauty of mm-hmm. the teachings of the Catholic Church, 
we're doing a good thing. Yeah. We're spreading the good news. Right. And I think what's really important is that we need to be encouraged because right now I know there's a lot of people who are disappointed maybe in what's going on in their personal lives, maybe what's going on in their spiritual lives, maybe what's going on in the culture right now. We've had a lot of news coming at us from all different perspectives. There may be a lot of people. We just celebrated the anniversary, 48, 48 years of once again. We need to be praying, 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 and we need to not not despair. feel oh, yeah. despair exactly despair means you've given up and you've decided that god is not in control and believe me brothers and sisters he is in control his will is perfect and he knows all and he will he will work his glory through the all the bad and terrible things so to hear that the atomic academy is doing so beautifully and they're really working in the vineyard you know how that saying you know there are laborers in the vineyard there's people really still working and struggling don't give up don't be concerned that because um life doesn't seem perfect right now and it seems a little scary and everything's crazy and the news changes day by day god is constant remember saint Teresa of avila says god never changes all things are passing never god never changes so remember that and when you're thinking about good and holy things and you're pondering surround yourself with true good and beautiful things Remember that the Catholic faith is that that's what teaches you true, good and beautiful. And, and we're just so grateful that we have the Atomic Academy here in San Antonio, because I'm telling you, it's like an oasis in a desert where you the culture like is just area. crazy. Yeah. You know, it's fantastic. Uh, well, I, you know, I totally forgot in the slip of mind that this past weekend, of course, was the Texas uh, Rally for Life yes, or, or the we, caravan. We were watching it, it virtually, life. right? Because yes. they had the, there's a caravan and. Abby Johnson, Abby Johnson did, was, was she was emceeing. Yeah, it was very, very cool. And they cool. actually love how they took video from different uh, cities across the U.S. That's right. To include Midland, San Antonio, Houston, North Texas. I'm sure it was Dallas or Fort Worth. Mm-hmm. Um, El Paso. Uh, it was neat. You know, San Antonio had their own version as well, uh, yeah. coordinated by the San Antonio Life Runners and, of course, the San Antonio Family yeah, Association those, those and others. Um, but it was great to see that going on. I mentioned that because I think this coming Saturday is the virtual uh, DC rally. They're okay. going to do it all virtually. Oh, okay, so, okay. so I don't have the specifics about it right now. I should have looked them up before we well, jump into this. But. Well, the whole idea is to m- remind people it's very. It should be very much. Remember, our, our the USCCB says it's the uh, the primary um, concern. I mean, abortion is intrinsically evil, and we talked a little bit about this last week. Um, it needs to be the most prominent thing on our prayer life with regard to the culture. Because if God will bless our land if we do not do this horrific thing to the most innocent of all his creation. He wills these children into being. He absolutely, under no circumstances, would say that it was okay to end that life. And we have to take that seriously. And for many of us, we labor over whether or not this should be the preeminent um, issue in our lives. And I'm telling you right now, the Catholic Church teaches <laughs> that it is. So you have to be aware of that and, and take that to heart and take that to prayer. And don't lose hope. God is good and he is with us. And so we need to keep working, working and, hard. And I know I find myself saying that quite a bit. Don't lose hope. Don't, don't lose, lose hope. Persevere. Hope. But but how many of us, and whenever I chat with somebody and they say, you know, Richard, my biggest struggle is blah, 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 whatever. Yeah. I go, yeah. What? And I said, I just heard your next prayer intention. Right. How often do you pray for not to lose hope or whatever it is. Right. We need to be praying for it as well. Absolutely. Because the Holy Spirit, you know, as a gentleman, he's not going to impose on you. You've got to ask for it. So right. please, folks, ask for that uh, fortitude, for that strength, for that mm-hmm. perseverance, right. uh, that desire to grow in the desire. Remember that whole John, John right. thing. Uh-huh. But the desire to grow in faithfulness and holiness and, and, and sure. knowledge of and love of Jesus Christ. Absolutely. You've got to pray for it. 
Absolutely. It doesn't just happen. And you know what's really important is that um, a, a lot of people are maybe feeling, I mean, there's things going on in everybody's personal life and they're thinking, you know, well, I can't, I can't function right now. I'm, I'm too. One of the things we mentioned in our 21 things to do for 2021 was to look outside yourself and to look for someone else who's struggling. Recognize that there are other people maybe in your life, in your neighborhood, in your circle who may have something going on in their lives. And a lot of times the way you get out of your own personal struggle is by looking at others and seeing how they're struggling and maybe offering to help them. There's always someone who's suffering more than you are suffering. And there's always someone in, in more pain than you. I mean, it's it's a given that um, no matter how painful you may feel your life is or how many struggles you have with regard to anything going on in the world or your personal life, if you reach out to someone else and put yourself at their, at their um, disposal and help them, it's tremendously, um, that generosity of self really lifts you and may lift you out of that funk that you feel you might be in right now. And it's the perfect way to give of yourself and really act out that Catholic faith. Amen. You know, so uh, hopefully, folks, you're in a, in a state where you're, you haven't lost hope. If you yeah. find that you have, again, put your prayer intention down here. Please pray for me because I think I've lost hope. We'll right. pray for you. Ask everybody else to pray for you. Right. Uh, but that brings to, to close our show today. Yeah, we've uh, been so, like covering yes, a billion yes. topics, but it's hard to believe that we talked about them at the beginning. Yeah, <laughs> I know. So uh, and I'm going to finish it off with folks. And we will catch you next week. And until then, may all of us continue to rise and walk. Amen. God bless you all. God bless we'll catch you, you next week. Thanks for listening to Rise and Walk with Richard and Julie Reyna. To listen or watch again, go to iTunes or visit the Guadalupe Radio Network Facebook page. Have a question or comment? Email us at riseandwalk at grnonline.com. And make sure to join us next week for another episode of Rise and Walk. have a car, truck, or some other vehicle you don't want anymore, but you still think it's worth something? Why not donate it to the Guadalupe Radio Network? We accept most vehicles from cars to boats to motorcycles and turn the gift into support for all the great Catholic programming you love. Just go online to grnonline.com and click on the vehicle donation link for more details or call 1-888-636-6422. Hi, I'm Luciano Trucciati with Food Related, proud sponsor of KJMA 89.7. Because it's not just radio, it's radio for your soul. Radio that offers a service to our community. And at Food Related, we have a passion for service. From the moment we receive your order to when it is delivered to you, our staff treats your groceries with as much care as they would treat their own. To learn more, please visit us at foodrelated.com. We can't wait to serve you. St. Peter's and Bernie Knights of Columbus is having their Big Bowl Brisket Fundraiser. $90 for a fully cooked brisket. Your donation helps with scholarships, supporting seminarians, right to life, and other charitable works done by the council. There are only 80 briskets available, and it's pre-sale only, and pickup is on Sunday, February 7th. For more information, call Greg at 210-380-7421 or visit St. Peter's website at stpetersburney.com. 
spreading the splendor of truth. This is the Guadalupe Radio Network. Radio for your soul. Thanks for listening to KJMA 89.7 Floresville, San Antonio. On the Guadalupe Radio Network in South Texas. Catholic Radio for your soul. Catholic Radio for your soul. Heard also streaming on grnonline.com and on your smartphone.